Gard had thought this must be the hottest day that had ever been in the world. Every day for weeks she had thought the same thing. But this was really the worst of all. This morning the thermometer outside the village drugstore had pointed a thin red finger to 110 degrees Fahrenheit. It was like being inside of a drum. The sky, like a bright skin, was stretched tight above the valley, and the earth, too, was tight and hard with heat. Later, when it was dark, there would be a noise of thunder, as though a great hand beat upon the drum. There would be heavy clouds above the hills, and flashes of heat lightning, but no rain. It had been like that for a long time. After supper each night, her father came out of the house and looked up at the sky, then down at his fields of corn and oats. No, he would say, shaking his head. No rain tonight. The oats were turning yellow before their time, and the corn leaves were torn and brittle, rustling like newspaper when the dry wind blew upon them. If the rain didn't come soon, there would be no corn to harvest, and they would have to cut the oats for hay. Garnet looked up at the smooth sky angrily and shook her fist. You! she cried. Why in time can't you let down a little rain? At each step her bare feet kicked up a small cloud of dust. There was dust in her hair and up her nose, making it tickle. Garnet was halfway between nine and ten. She had long legs and long arms, two taffy-colored pigtails, a freckled nose that turned up, and eyes that were almost green and almost brown. She wore a pair of blue overalls cut off above the knee. She could whistle between her teeth like a boy, and was doing it now, very softly, without thinking. She had forgotten all about her anger at the sky. Under its big black fir trees, the Hauser's farm lay solid and sleepy-looking at the bend in the road. There was a bed of burning red salvia flowers on the lawn, and the tractor and threshing machine stood side by side in the shade, like friendly monsters. Across the road, the Hauser pigs lay slumbering and wheezing under their shelter. Lazy fat things, said Garnet, and threw a pebble at the biggest hog, who snorted horribly and lumbered to his feet. But Garnet just laughed at him. The fence was between them. Behind her, a screen door twanged shut, and Citronella Hauser came down the steps of her house, flapping a dish towel like a fan. She was a fat little girl with red cheeks and thick yellow bangs. Land, she called to Garnet, isn't it hot? Where are you going? For the mail, said Garnet. We might go swimming, she added thoughtfully. But no, Citronella had to help her mother with the ironing. A fine thing to have to do on a day like this, she said rather crossly. I bet you I'll melt all over the kitchen floor like a pound and a half of butter. Garnet giggled at this picture and started on her way. Wait a minute, said Citronella. I might as well see if there's any mail for us, too. As she walked, she did different things with the dish towel. First she draped it over her head like a shawl, then she tied it around her waist, but it was too tight, and it ended up tucked in the back of her belt, hanging down behind like a train. Days like this, remarked Citronella, make me wish I could find a waterfall somewhere, one that poured lemonade instead of water. I'd sit under it all day with my mouth open. I'd rather be up on an alp, said Garnet. You know, one of those mountains they have in Europe? There's snow on top of them, even on the hottest days of summer. I'd like to be sitting in the snow, looking miles and miles down into a valley. Too much trouble climbing up, sighed Citronella.